The Lake Ansel saga has come full circle as Octavia and Carhoon come face to face with small frog-like grungs. Will the invisible duo succeed in their mission? Are these grungs the same as from before? And if so, do you think they hold a grunge? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. I have been traveling for work more often because i have a job now hey Woo. look at me not a grad student anymore and you've all been here to witness it <laughs> um but i've been uh traveling for work and staying in hotels more than i recently have and been going to weddings out in the boonies so i guess la isn't really a boonie but hey. no it's not it was the boonies <laughs> of la regardless i've been staying like in hotels sherman oaks <laughs> I've been staying in I've been staying in motels, hotels, hotels and motels more than more than I have probably in the past like couple of years combined in the past month or two, which has given me the opportunity to watch a lot of weird, obscure cable well not obscure, weird cable television. I never grew up with cable. Uh my roommates in college got cable one year. I was like, I'm not going to watch this. I am not paying for it. You guys can do that. And then they literally just like it was on Pawn Stars repeats like all day. And I was like, you paid like a hundred bucks a month for this, really? But that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but cable TV has some interesting things. I was telling people a few days ago, I discovered the show Swamp People, which I've heard of. I I had heard of before, but I never gotten around to watching it. It is a fascinating show. Initially, I thought it was just going to be like one of those kind of documentary kind of things where it just like follows around a, a couple families living out in the swamps to see, you know, what their what their way of life is, how they survive, how to, you know, the the idiosyncrasies of that that lifestyle. But no, it's it's a show about alligator hunters, which I didn't I didn't know. And hunting alligators is crazy. It's crazy. Have you ever watched this show? I actually have not watched this Do you this know show. how they hunt alligators? No. Do it's they, insane. Do you just go on a boat with a shotgun and shoot at them? They, <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> they go out on a boat until they find one. And then they like get it basically on a giant alligator fishing line. And then they reel it up to the boat. And then they shoot it. <laughs> so, I was pretty close. Yeah. So they're on these like little airboat yeah, rowboat hover. type things yeah. that you're like, I feel like an alligator could just like capsize that like nothing the ones with the big fans in the back right some some of yeah. them some of them are just little like motorboats because they're out in the bayou is they this... just like pull up to an alligator and there's this like you know 700 pound monster thrashing around the side of this boat <laughs> on this line and it's like wow that's that's pretty crazy now are they hunting these gators for food or are they selling them or what is food and food and like selling okay is this it's in... not it's not sport hunting yeah. i think this how these people like survive they eat yeah. them and they sell them is this is this in the like Everglades or where? What swamps are we talking about? I mean, I think it's like All Louisiana Bayou. Oh, okay, okay. I think because I mean we did I'm not one hundred percent sure swamps in the Florida area. So yeah, I think it's I think it's out in the Bayou. Okay, yep. 
is crazy. It's insane. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that. Again, I was expecting like, you know, they have their shows about like doomsday preppers and yeah, mountain men yeah, and stuff like that where yeah. they just kind of like explore Follow. these pe- these like niche lives but no this is just about hunting alligators gator hunting yep it's insane so do they use like what shotguns or uh no i i, I couldn't tell you but it was crazy there was one where they were i mean some of them are like public service they were tracking down a 700 pound alligator that was eating people's horses <laughs> that's terrifying yeah so they're like, yeah, we're after they got it. They were like, we we we're you know happy to have done a, a good service because if that gator had been around, it definitely would have eaten another horse, if not another person. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gators are terrifying. They're, they're horrifying because uh, I mean, like, because they can get so heavy, yeah. so big, oh, yeah. and their their jaw strength, like the the pressure per you know whatever that technical, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's. It's ludicrous. So again, like I, I, I spent a lot of my childhood in Florida and we had we had some property out in the swamps of Florida and we had a pond and we had a gator who lived there. Um, and so, you know, he didn't really go outside except in the immediate perimeter of my house. Yeah. And so it's like the fear of gators has been instilled in me because I was I was like two, three yeah. right when we moved. And that that week, unfortunately, like a kid got, had gotten like pulled into a, yeah, a lake. Yeah, they're like. So, yeah. I'm, you know, like respect nature, but also when nature comes up and starts eating kids, you're allowed to kill nature. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ironic because we just watched uh, Godzilla King of Monsters last night. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, <laughs> well, you know, they're I'm, huge. I'm looking up. We had, we went on this. Uh, we went on a similar rabbit trail in one of our other D&D games where we were looking up like giant boars. Oh, was, yeah. Uh, Gwyneth's character rides a giant boar and they're insane. But yeah. I'm looking up pictures of giant alligators. There's this video of the one walking across the golf course in Florida. Oh, I love this? that one. Where yeah, it's just, it's like, just trundles around. It's a dinosaur. It looks like a dinosaur. It's 100% a dinosaur. It's, just, it's insanity. These and are... the power with their tails, how they can just like cut yeah. through the water because of how aerodynamic and powerful their tails are. It's yeah. it's amazing. It's actually, I mean, sure, they're scary, but it's it's honestly really cool. Creatures are just amazing. No, they're really cool to see like, pictures yeah. of. But if I saw that thing in person, I would be noping out of there as fast as I possibly could. Oh, I mean, me too. But I would definitely, if I were in a Godzilla world, I would I would be the people person who's like big creature big friend yeah. well we were watching that godzilla movie last night and it starts and they're like yeah nobody's seen godzilla in five years and i'm like how would you live in a world where you know there's a skyscraper sized giant lizard who can shoot like lightning breath and just be like oh yeah we don't know where it is it's not for lack of trying they tried to find him right but still like it's like yeah he's gone I mean, the yeah. ocean, I mean, we know the ocean is the, the, a terrifying place. Yeah, I, I mean, the final frontier is not space. It is like, the depths of the Marianas Trench. I'd be calling up Elon Musk and be like, hey, get me to Mars ASAP. <laughs> now. That's, Yesterday, yeah. please. <laughs> on, on his personal line. And then they're like, oh, spoiler alert, King Ghidorah's an alien. So you're like, oh, Mars isn't safe either. I know. They just let that drop. And I was like, wait, what? We're not going to follow up on that at all? That was a good movie. If anyone has not seen that movie, I'm sorry we're spoiling yeah. it. But also, it, the plot is like, eh, it's there. But you're watching that movie to see giant monsters fight each other. It's like Pacific Rim. It's the plot. There is a plot. But you're watching it to see giant robots fight giant monsters. And here you're paying to see giant monsters fight giant monsters. Like, 
the plot is just a vehicle for giant monster fights, which is fine. That's what the movie's there for. I was I was not disappointed in any way, shape, or form in that movie. I, I wasn't either. I got exactly what I was expecting. I there got, were some was... that they, they did just have some like things that were like this could be a whole movie in and of itself that were just kind yeah. of throwaway, like the whole like underground ancient civilization devoted to Godzilla worship. Oh yeah. It's like that's and then they cool blew it up. That's in the movie for like five minutes and then they nuke it. It's like, I know. All right. Well, I feel like, I mean, okay. they, they planted great seeds. Like, I would watch a movie solely devoted to those people. I would watch a movie solely <laughs> devoted to the Ghidorah falling from Mars or, or yeah. wherever, you know? I'm yeah, like, was, I would, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, it was great. It was, it, it was, it it was, was really, really giant, good. Giant monsters, you giant know? monsters. I cried multiple times. Yeah, solid, solid movie. Goodness. Yep. Whew. Gators, man. Gators, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, ter- terrifying. But just the the format of that show, I was not expecting what I saw. And then I was like, oh, this is, I thought maybe it was just an episode. But then I watched another one. And I was like, no, this show was literally just like 45 minutes of people out in swamps hunting alligators. <laughs> Solid. All right. Kind of like the deadliest catch, I mm-hmm, guess, but mm-hmm, with alligators. Mm-hmm. I just would have named it something different. Oh, I don't, because... Like ga- gator baiters, or... Oh, yeah. But no, because, I mean, I would hear that, I would hear that title and also think it would be a similarly, you know, like, day in the life of the yeah. XYZ family, or, yeah. you know, that type of thing. I would definitely also not think that it's just gator hunting. Yeah. I don't it's know, yeah. a bit deceptive. Maybe, it, I don't know, maybe it started as something else. Was... Well, maybe it's a way to get people in, because they think it's one thing, <laughs> which is more attractive, and then it's just know. gator I feel hunting. Like, I feel like I'd be more drawn into a show that's like... Alligator hunting than just swamp people. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting, but crazy cable cable television. What will I discover next? <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, you are fighting some amphibians, though mm-hmm. some, not some reptiles. Uh, well, not fighting yet, but you probably will be soon. <laughs> Spoilers for the upcoming episode. Spoilers. You're probably going to have to <laughs> fight all of the people in this camp at some point. Yep. Uh, yep. So you are in a camp that is located firmly on flatland not water (laughs) there is a little like cliffy rise out of that dry land but you are on land surrounded by land and then there's rivers on the side just so we're clear but anyway there's a watchtower up here that you're tasked with clearing out this camp so that uh the naval forces can approach stealthily and not have the whole sneak attack ruined you after uh you know, almost being discovered a couple times. You are invisible, and you're going to be invisible for, I mean, you've got it for an hour, so effectively as long as you want here. Unless you decide to take a half-hour nap, and then you might have issues. But you and Carhoon have just climbed up this watchtower, and you see there is a big, like, pyre on top of a big stone, like, pedestal basin kind of thing. Directly hanging over top of that, is a clay pot which you can now kind of see is it's clearly got some like burning stuff in there idea being you smash it on the pyre and the whole thing goes up two grungs that look like uh poison dart frogs they have slick yellow skin with kind of black splotches over it um wearing you know little kind of tribal looking armor and they're carrying uh, little little short bows and they've got some daggers on their belts uh, they're keeping a lookout you climbed up the ladder Carhoon climbed up a post so you're both peeking your heads over right now 
Uh, you're surrounded, for the listeners, to remind them there are a couple different contingents. There's a group of shark people sitting at a table. There's some orogs wandering about. And then there's another group of what look to be like heavily armored humans or some sort of humanoid uh, race over on the other side of the camp. So your goal is to take this place out quietly and quickly. What do you do? Were we able to climb up our ladder and, and the post or? Yeah, I okay. climbed up. Okay. You're, you're like at the edge of it right now. You're not in the tower yet, but you're on the edge. Okay. The entire tower is wood, right? Besides the stone basin in which the pyre is situated. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's solid, but hastily constructed. Okay. And we already established that a grapple is a mm-hmm. That's a is an attack. attack. Okay. Can Carhoon and I try to stealthily grapple each one and kind of like basically because there's there's smaller creatures, right? They're sh- relatively shorter. Yes. I'm just kind they of just smaller. imagining like both of us <laughs> putting our hands on their shoulders and then just like pulling them down behind the railing so that if anybody looks up. Maybe they'll hear something, but they're not going to be seeing, you know, swords and, and you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're going to try to grapple them? Yes. Stealthily. Stealthily. Okay. So you're going to have to roll stealth checks to get up to them. Okay. And then you will have to roll your uh, grapple checks. Okay. So both and, of you. And grapples are, it's a, what, uh, is it pure strength or is it athletics? So, you will have to use acrobatic athletics. The defender can use athletics or acrobatics. Okay, perfect. Well, Carhoon is going to go... Do they look relatively similar in, in fighting style? Yes. Or Okay, perfect. Um, so, Carhoon is going to go up to the further one. There's one that's you know, like stationed closer to the lake and one that's stationed on the other side. Mm-hmm. And so, he's going to go up to the one that's closer to the lake. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to roll stealth. Please do. 16. Okay. And then Octavia will also roll stealth. That's a six for Octavia. Okay. With advantage, I rolled a natural two and a natural five. Okay, okay. (laughs) So you get there. Carhoon, silent, comes up right behind, prepares the grapple. You kind of fumble climbing up the ladder and the grung starts to uh, whip around. So basically, Karun is going to have advantage on his grapple check, and you are not. Okay. As long as they they didn't um, see us. It's, of course, I'm like, Karun doesn't need the advantage with his plus nine to athletics. And my plus zero sure would be nice if I had advantage. All right, Karun is going to go first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 27. I just roll for the heck of it. <laughs> Can yeah. you even? Uh, it's a good roll. It's not a 27. Roll. Okay. So, Carhoon <laughs> grabs on. And he will want to kind of like, again, like duck to the floor so that. We'll, we'll get that. Oh, okay. We're going step by step here. Okay. All right. Octavia. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to wonder if it's the best idea for her to try to grapple with her plus zero or if she should try to do something I mean, else. you're kind of already committed. You are right there. This thing whipped around and that is you need true. to do something like now unless you think you can one shot it and just kill it outright. Does it look like something that I could do that? Roll an inside check. 27. Mm, 
You'd be hard-pressed. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Especially now that it's kind of turned around. Right, and since I'm not in my... You know, I'm I'm most powerful if I either have a big spell out, which I don't, or if, if I'm transformed and I'm not. So, yep. okay, well, let's just see how this goes. Fifteen to th- for the grapple. Respectable. Respectable. All right, you uh, successfully it starts to turn around, but you like put it in a chokehold, nice, and you both kind of take them down to the ground. As soon as both of you do this, you can feel like where you are touching their skin, it just starts to burn. Mm, I need both mm-hmm. of you to make constitution saving throws. All right. For Carhoon. I'm so glad you decided to grapple. <laughs> <laughs> well. 21. Okay. For Octavia. Eight. Carhoon passes. You are poisoned for one minute. Okay. So you will have disadvantage on all attack rolls. Okay. Uh, okay, so you grapple them. You're like, oh, bad choice. Uh, and you start to rise. So the plan is what? You're trying to take them underneath the... Uh, railing. The railing so yeah. people can't see? Correct. So there is a there's a solid railing surrounding surrounding the top of this watchtower. And the idea is to, you know, grab them, duck below the railing, dispose of them without anyone being able to see. Okay. I think at this point we are going to move into initiative Makes order. Sense. So, roll some initiative. Four. Carhoon. 14 for Octavia. Oh, also 14. Okay, so you grab them and start wrestling them to the floor as quietly as you can. We enter initiative order and the grungs are actually up first. Okay. So, you're poisoned, they are grappled. Now, are you like, how are, are you trying to, are you like, hand on mouth, keep them from shouting? That's kind of what I was imagining, kind of... Uh, Sleeper hold kind of deal. Yeah, either some, something to make them not be able to make as much sound, whether that's, you know, hands over the mouth, you know, maybe trying to make them fall unconscious, either of those two options. Hmm, okay. All right, so you do that. He's laughing, uh, y'all. It's probably not great. These grungs are pretty, pretty fun. So, the grung that you are grappling, you've got your hand over its throat or, or its mouth, but you could feel its like chest starts to vibrate. Ugh, is it gonna spit stuff right into my hand? No, it's not. But you start to hear almost like a, a purring sound, a little like that it is making. Uh, oh no! I need you and Carhoon to make wisdom saving throws. Okay, for Octavia, seventeen. Mm-hmm. For Carhoon, six. Uh, okay, you start to feel like you're getting mesmerized, but you manage to shake mm. it off. But uh, Carhoon does not, and Carhoon is stunned until the end of the groan's next turn. That grung's next turn. This grung's next turn. Okay. And you're up too high for it to affect any of the other people on the ground. But I'll say they also can't hear it at this point. Okay, that's Uh, good. That was going to be my my question as to whether they were able to hear that kind of purring. But Carhoon is stunned, and it is the grung grung in Carhoon's turn now. Uh, Carhoon is incapacitated, can't move, and can speak only falteringly, automatically fails strength, the deck saving throws, and attack rolls against him have advantage. Great. Great, 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 great. So, incapacitated means can't take 
actions. Is he still grappled? Would he like loosen his grip? The grappled creature, blah, blah, blah. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. Okay, there right. we go. Look at that. Thank you. Look at the rules. Look at the rules. Answering your question for us. So Carhoon's arms go slack, and this grung moves swiftly. Uh, Sees you attacking. Well, oh, yeah, you both popped in to be invisible. Mm -hmm. So it looks back, sees this giant elf, and sees you wrestling his little buddy to the ground and is going right for that clay pot. Pulls out a dagger. And uh, is going to kind of slide over since Carhoon cannot take reactions. Get out of the grip and climb up and is going to cut the line that the clay pot is holding. And it shatters and is going to start burning. It is going to go up quickly, but you have a little bit of time before you think it would be visible to the town. So it's starting to burn. Carhoon's eyes kind of look over and he's like, oh, crap. (laughs) And it is... So it's actually the humans on the ground. It is their turn. And this one sitting at the table looks up and sees, like, here's the... And sees the flames kind of burst out, pushes the chair out. He's like, ah, something's going on up there. But that is going to be... All he does for now. It is your turn, and then it is Carhoon's turn. Okay. Would I think that if I covered this thing in ice, that it would not burn as well? Certainly couldn't hurt, you think. All right, I'm going to use my cantrip Frostbite on the pyre in an attempt to stifle the flames before they're able to catch fully. Okay. Roll me the damage that you would do. What's this slows things and does have frost damage, right? It does. It does cold damage and slows things. Okay. Cause numbing frost to form. Only eight points of damage, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, You coat the burning area with frost. And you think you may have slowed it down a little bit, but the fire just kind of licks up and and melts the ice away rather quickly. Okay. So maybe bought a little bit of time, but not much. And the flames are not out, though they are a little bit weaker. Anything else? I don't know if I want a wild shape quite yet. Just wild shape into a squirtle. You'll be fine. I know. I was like... I wish I could be like a, a frost, uh, well, like a winter wolf type of thing and just like, um, yeah, I think that's all that I do for right now. Okay. It is Carhoon's turn. Carhoon is stunned. So Carhoon can't really do anything. Right. Uh, it is the rest of the camp's turn and basically this turn they're all becoming aware. So this human says like, hey, look up there. And everybody's like, what? And they turn and look and see the pirates starting to burn. Okay. And, you know, push up their chairs, grab their weapons and uh, know that stuff's gone down. Top of the round, Grung's turn. Grung by you goes first. You're still grappling, it, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, make another, make another con save. Oh wait, you're already, you failed, right? Yes, you're poisoned. Yes, I am poisoned. You're already poisoned. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can make a. You're still in contact, so you don't get to make another save. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, so this grung who is grappled is going to uh, pull out its dagger and try to shank you. <laughs> Understandable. 
misses. <laughs> it glances off my, you know, ever ice breastplate. I was just trying to like stab behind it and it's not working out super well. Uh, so that is all it does. The Carhoon snaps free of his stun and the other Grung is going to fire a shot at Carhoon with its short bow. It's probably going to miss 16. Miss. Uh, miss, miss. The fire is burning. It is uh, the human's turns. Let's see, what can they do? So this one is going to kind of shift over so that you can see you. You're not behind a wall because the ladder comes right up there and it's going to fire at you with a heavy crossbow. Fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a bad to hit misses. Bang. Uh, the other one's actually going to do the same thing. Okay. It gets up, grabs a crossbow from that was leaning it on the table next to him, fires. Misses. Same roll. <laughs> the human over here by the tents is going to... He's going to make a shot at you, but you're going to have cover. Okay. Natural 20. <laughs> okay. So, manages to find just the right little thing notch to hit you with. Uh, you only take six points of piercing damage. Splang. It is now your turn. The fire is blazing. You think that probably next round it will be visible. It is spreading like wildfire. Okay. So you need to do something now. Um, how far above the surface of the river is the fire? Above the surface of the river? Mm-hmm. Well, the we established that the watchtower was about 30, 35 feet. This uh, kind of plateau thing that you're on is another about 15 feet up. So 50. We'll say 50. A nice even 50. Okay. All right. Um, I am going to turn into a water elemental. Fair. It's probably a... Yeah, okay. So little typhoons of water from the river swirl up and form around you, turning you into a little tornado of water. Yep. And I am going to kind of make myself smaller because I can, I can kind of squeeze myself into smaller shapes. Um, and I am going to try to make myself less obtrusive so that if you're like on the shore of, of Lake Ansel and you look across, you don't just see a tornado of, of water. I can kind of like flatten. I pancake myself essentially. And I am going to move into the square of the pyre and of the grung that I was formally grappling. So kind of like I, Octavia had had her hands, you know, around this grung, like trying to kind of like put her hand over its mouth so it can't be as loud. And then as these tendrils from the water, from the river around her, like form her into this elemental, like he just basically becomes like suspended in this whirlpool. And so, correct. They can breathe water. Okay, that's fine. It's breathing you. That's disgusting somehow and very creepy. Um, can I poison it by breathing me in? If I pour poison into my body, can I whirl poison into my water elemental self? 
Take a wild guess. <laughs> Probably. Is, is it immune to poison, perchance? I can neither confirm, confirm nor, nor deny uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Okay, and so what Octavia is going to do is she is going to, like, whelm this pyre, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to take some damage. And the grung is also going to take some damage. And it's also just going to basically it's trying to whirlpool apart the pyre mm-hmm. that's fine yeah roll me the damage against the ground damage against the ground or you can make a strength saving throw first though oh that's pretty good so uh, wow it's got a bad strength that's a 16 oh just I rolled an 18 <laughs> <laughs> oh you just made it all right so you're technically grappled. Okay. Da-da-da. Okay. And then I'm going to do the damage against the pyre. So it takes technically 12 bludgeoning damage and then is also soaked. I mean, the pyre's, the pyre's out. Okay. You're a pillar of water. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure if it was like, if it was super slaked in oil. If it I was mean, it like is. A- it's like, oh, you, it could be raining on it and it probably wouldn't go out because but- it's like flammable stuff but you are engulfing it okay yeah. okay and i also hopefully like destroyed it so that it would be hard to relight it yeah the should i leave the square type of thing so it's yeah it is for for the time being it is out okay all right um that yeah that will be octavia's turn okay it is carhoon's turn no longer stunned Snaps out of it, shakes himself awake, grabs the axe, and he's like, oh, it's time to get busy. <laughs> All right, he is going to run up, or, or crab walk, still trying to kind of keep his, like, head below this. You're far enough away from the city that they're not going to be like, oh, hey, there's people over there. Oh, okay. Like, there's, it's a big lake. Okay. So That's why they need, like, a fire a to fire. signal. Okay. Well, then he is going like the, to... the mountain things in Lord of the Rings. You can see the fire, but you can't, like, look over and be like, oh, there's the guy lighting it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> so, so, like, yeah, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to summon your storm clouds. You don't want to probably fireball away, but general combat is, is not really going to be seen. Maybe somebody with a really good telescope, but... <laughs> you know, all, all those gnolls with those good telescopes. Exactly. All right, Carhoon is going to swing away at this grung. This is first deal in my backpack. <laughs> I was... I know, he's never... He, this harkens back to, like, episode two. You've still got that necklace, right? Which necklace? The necklace he gave you that unlocked some of the, the dungeons. I think so. I think I so. I would assume that I do. I don't think I consumed it in any of those. Yeah. 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 All right. What I you don't do? have like the amulet anymore, obviously, but. Right, right. He's probably going to hit. Yeah, I mean, it's an 18. Yeah. 11 points of slashing. Mm hmm. And then he is going to slash again. Mm hmm. 25 to hit. Yeah. 10 slashing. Okay, still up. Okay, well, um, that's, that is all that he can. No, he can attack three times. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I forgot how cool he is. 12 to hit. It's a miss. Oh, natural, natural two. two. Yeah. Hit my pencil. <laughs> All right. All right, he that is Carhoon's turn. Attacks. It is the Orog's turns. Who are all now well aware that you are there. And the one over who, uh, who had almost discovered you before is like, I knew something <laughs> was fishy. Kill him. 
And yeah, they're going to start to... That one's going to huck a javelin at probably Carhoon because mm-hmm. there's a giant pillar of water. The other one is going to have cover. Okay, this this will be... So add a two to Carhoon's AC. This thing rolls a 25. Still hits. Carhoon takes 10 points of piercing damage. The other two Orogs from across the camp are both going to beeline to the ladder. And one of them gets about 10 feet up. Um, it is now the shark people's turns. Oh, I had forgotten that they were shark people. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cool. There are... You see, there's two that look like warriors and one that looks... magic uh, A little bit more magic And the magic one stands up That's and she good. turns to the other ones and barks out something in a language you don't recognize. And uh, one of them... Is it Aquan? No. It is. Well, I won't tell you. <laughs> and one of the warrior-looking ones nods. Goes, rah, 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 and... <laughs> Is going to basically just hop off the side and start sliding down uh, the side of the this like cliff that that you're on. So he rolls an athletics check, nails it, slides down to the bottom, and starts running towards the lake. Oh, okay, that's not great. I am sure I could intuit that that is to go let people know about things. Might not be a bad uh, supposition. Okay. The so that was her free action, and then she is going to waves her hand, and next to her appears a glimmering silver uh, ethereal trident. Oh, great! Okay, and the uh, other warrior-looking one is going to throw a spear at Carhoon but it's going to kind of stay over there in case he also needs to run to the lake. Okay. 16, 21 to hit. Hits. He doesn't okay, have Carhoon any... still has cover, so plus two to his AC, but I think a 21 is still going to do it. Meets it, beats it. Uh, so Carhoon is going to take six points of piercing damage. Okay. And that is that. Grung's turn. The one who is by Carhoon is looking bad, has big gashes all over its body, is going to leap. Ooh. This is just going to yeet out of the tower. Does that take an opportunity attack or? Yeah, probably. It's movement. 21 to hit? But I could disengage because it's just movement. It's mm, going to disengage okay. and then yeet. Okay. Disengages, yeets himself off the tower. <laughs> the one who is sucked into your vortex, what can it do? So it's grappled but can breathe okay it can breathe it is just going to uh try to cut you still got this dagger in hand just like stabbing i i don't see how this could possibly miss you because the dagger is already inside of you yeah i guess you are yeah you are technically restrained oh restrained so it'll have disadvantage yes until this grapple ends the target is restrained so it's, it's more than just a grapple it's gonna miss okay you were still poisoned. Don't forget that. But now I'm immune to poison with being a water elemental. Fair enough. You're not poisoned anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is the Grung's turn. Jeepers. Okay. And it is now your turn. Carhoon's like, they're, they're gonna... He's going towards the water. 
No, boom. You stop. You're you're made of water. You. I mean, I can probably handle this, but also this is your party, so you make the decisions. I hate it when you can't talk. I know, me too. We should we should have just retconned that from the beginning. Been like, for story's sake, for this audio podcast's sake, we're going to allow. Nah, it's kind of funny. It is actually kind of funny. All right, so it's my turn. It is your turn. Okay, so like, I'm an elemental. Do I need to use ladders? Like, can I just blurble over the side of this tower? I don't see how water would take. Falling damage? But you are like kind of a... Are you resistant to... Yeah, so you'll you'll take half and it's not going to be much anyway. Okay. So you'll... It won't hurt much. Okay. So, um... Let's see. Let me do some distance math here. All right, yeah. So Octavia is going to... I'm almost imagining it, her to be a bit more um, viscous than like just pure water, and she almost like pours herself over the side. Here, I'm a molasses elemental. I'm a... Indeed gotta make some cookies later um <laughs> i smell delicious and i'm sticky um and gross. yeah it's actually kind of gross she's going to pour herself over the side of the watchtower with this grung does it does it travel with you i mean i don't know why it wouldn't is it grappled the target can... yeah if you're grappling it so you can move you can move with it half speed oh okay I'm say it's just a bit more difficult so you can let it go and move Full. Okay, I will let it go and move full right. then. And I'm going to double move, and I'm going to end my turn in the shark creature's square, which I can do. Fair enough. And that will be my turn. Okay. It is Carhoon's turn. What is Carhoon do? He is going to... Um, oof. One of the Orogs is coming up the ladder, mm-hmm. right? But it's not up at the top it's not quite up yet. yet. No. Okay. It'll be up next turn. Carhoon is going to go over to the grung that I just like spat out of <laughs> my elemental form. And he is going to swing, swing, swing at it. Hackety, hackety, heck. I'm imagining the frog in um, Spirited Away that gets eaten by the one really hungry monster. I've never seen this movie. I know, but it's there's a, there's a point where I'm the thinking frog of, gets. Uh, Michigan J Frog. I think that's his name. The. Anyway. I assume a, tw- a 12 misses. It's an old cartoon. Yes, 12 misses. Roll two natural twos in a row. Oof, that's th- three in a row for Carhoon. 19, that hits. 19 on the die? No, 19, 19 total. total. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, because that would be a crit for him. Max damage of 18 points of slashing damage. He's so mad that he missed three times in a row. All right, it's still up, but looking looking rougher. Okay. Um. Alrighty. And that will be his turn. It is Carhoon's turn. It is the humans on the ground. One of them shouts to the other, "It's like, help him out!" and kind of points toward where you have gone. Okay. You're not allowed to roll dice without prompting. Sorry, I forgot. Only I'm allowed to roll dice without prompting. Sorry, my um, I had to re-roll whether my whelm recharged. Oh, I see. Uh, so that human is going to take another shot at Carhoon. Carhoon's okay. going to have a plus two to AC because he has cover, but this uh, this is only a 17, so that's probably going to miss. Let's see. Heavy crossbow. 17? Oh, total. Yeah, that's a miss. All right. The other two humans are going to run over to the edge of this platform, kind of looking over where you just went, and they are going to... One of them is going to fire a crossbow at you. Okay miss 
The other one is going to shout down. My AC is lower now. I rolled a natural three. Oh, okay. And it's not a good bonus. The other one is going to look down at the uh, shark person in your midst and be like, what are you doing? Fight back. And oh, it's going no. to use leadership. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. That's whenever it makes an attack or saving throw. Never mind. Wait, but that's an action. For one minute, the knight can utter a special command or a warning whenever a non-hostile creature that is seized within 30 feet of it makes an attack roll. Is that like a reaction, basically? Is it re- it's under an action. So do I just activate that now? It's an action. Weird. Um, for one minute. I'm going to still use his action, and then yeah. I guess it'll just kind of go for the minute. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, fight back! And that is their turn. Okay. So now it comes back to you. Okay. I know that earlier we established that when I was invisible, my wings would also be invisible because it was part of me. Yes. I'm obviously not invisible currently. True. If I... You know, I guess it, it's what, during the day still, right? Yes. Okay, so like, how noticeable would my wings be? I know that they emit light, but it's not a bright light. Like, is it something that I should be concerned about? Not until you get like halfway across the lake. Okay, so I'm going to... Um, you might look like a bird, maybe, okay. yeah. if they had a really good a telescope. really shiny bird. It's a big lake. Okay. Again, that's why they need a giant like bonfire yeah. for signaling. Sounds good. Um, so I am going to... Okay. I'm going to emit my wings, and I want to, like, carry this guy up with me. Okay. What would I have? Like, he's in. I am in his square. Mm-hmm. Strength check, and you can move at half speed. Okay. Strength check, my strength check, right? Your strength check. I am Whatever so your much. elemental strength is. I am so much stronger. <laughs> I'm so strong. <laughs> and not very intelligent. I'm still stronger. Oh, that's only an 11 strength. An 11? Hmm. Hmm, that's not very good. And this is a pretty decent chonky shark person. Um, what's, what's your, what's your, what's your speed? To fly, 30. 30? So you'd be moving half? 15. Yeah, I'm going to take five feet off of that. So you can take him up 10 feet. Okay. So I'm going to... You're struggling real hard. To take him up... (laughs) 10 feet. I assume he can breathe in water. Yes. That'd be a fair assumption as a shark person. Yes. Okay. And then I am going to... Oh, no, wait. Doing my wings was an action, so never mind. Okay. You've lifted this thing about 10 feet off the ground. And I am just going to basically move 10 feet away from the water back towards the camp. Mm, Okay. 5, 10. Basically pulling him away from the water. Can you do that? Do you have the speed? You move 10 feet up. Well, I don't necessarily want to move up. I just want to fly with him towards the camp. Well, you could just walk then. Did you fly 10 feet up or not? No, no. I want I want to do my wings, but I'm not... I mean, I guess I can fly him back to the camp, but... So you're just walking him back to the I camp? I can just walk him okay, back to the but camp. But you still have your wings out. I still have my wings out. Okay. Because I want to do all of my additional bonus damage, which I can do with my wings out, which I always forget okay. to, to do. Okay, okay. Um, Alright, so it is the Orog's turn. Wait, no, it's Carhoon's turn. Okay. Carhoon is going to... That was your turn. That was my turn, correct. Carhoon's turn. Okay. Um, Carhoon is again going to swing at this grung who kept like just dodging and ducking under his axe and hopefully make contact more than just once. Did I have that grung girl? I don't know. Did you have the other Grungo, the one that jumped off? I may have skipped the Grungs entirely. 
Did I? I can't remember. Shoot. Because we had the shark person fly, and then you went right after. Did the grunts go? No, he tried to, like, stab you. He did try to stab me, and, and then, then I went after okay. him. But that was a turn. I don't know. We're just going to keep moving. Okay. Okay. It's well, not going to hit anyway. It's fine. Uh, Carhoon rolled a natural 14, so 24 to hit. Yeah. 10 slashing. Okay. All right. Still up. Carhoon is going to swing again. I feel like the, you know, the, the blade of his axe is like, you know, kind of has this like poisony, like obviously it's not eating away at it, but it's like has that kind of iridescence to it. Natural 19. So that is a critical, critical. Oh, no. Now I have to look up a crit. Do damage wise, is it a, a hit that we should... Uh, I mean, he's almost almost certainly dead, but let's, let's grab you one. You know, here. roll it over to a, 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 an attack on the, one of those Orogs there. Nope. That's not how this works. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> not how this works. Yeah, this, this is kind of fun. We'll use this one. This is called... This is from Azuin. Thank you, Azuin. Azuin. It's called Gift from the Kitties. Aww. Impressed with your combat prowess, Pancake and Fried Pan decide to grant you the power of their kind. You gain nine temporary hit points, one for nice. each of a feline's lives. Hey, that's that is perfect for Carhoon because he was like so disappointed that he kept missing, and then he just lands this really, really great blow that just like you know bolsters him up. That's awesome. Cute. Oh my gosh, too adorable. Meow. And then I am going to roll this two d twelve damage. Please do. Fifteen slashing. Dead. All right. So Carhoon still has an attack left, so he's going to move to the top of the stairs. Is he able to... That one's only about 10 feet off the off the ground. Oh, okay. Well, then he is going to... Can he ready his final? No. Okay. Oh, that's too bad. All right. Well, then he is going to... He could jump off. Not do that. Ham. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, you, that would be dope. I mean, it'd be what? 3d6? Could eat that. Eat that for breakfast. Well, the nice thing is he is actually... Like, he literally has the high ground right now. And so... He's going to just wait here at the top of the stairs for them. That's fair. Kind of like Roran and Aragon when they had that one time. Then there yeah, was the. Yeah. He's the like, yep. yep. Well, he's just going to swing down with his axe as soon as, I mean, as soon as Zora gets him to reach. It's pretty cool. Uh, okay, so it is speak of the devil. It's the Orog's turns. Wait, could he throw? What is it to draw a weapon? Like an interact movement. He could pick something up and throw it. Could he pull out one of his hand axes and throw it down at the Orog? Yeah. <laughs> Just like throwing it yeah, down the sure. stairs. <laughs> you can try it. Oh, that's so funny. Natural 19. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Again, All right. just bolstered. Just hits him like right in the middle of the forehead. Oh, man. This is kind of funny. Okay. Uh,. From D&D, your head, thank you so much. It's called Sleepy Time. <laughs> you hit so hard that your enemy is struggling to stay conscious. They must succeed on a constitution saving throw or fall unconscious for a minute until they take damage or until another creature uses an action to rouse them. Hey! So, roll me the damage. All right. I will roll a constitution saving throw. Not nearly as much as for his great axe. Ten slashing. Bonk. Oh, and then he'd take falling damage, too, probably, because... If he falls unconscious. Uh, right. You rolled 10? Correct. All right, he's going to roll a con save. It does have pretty good constitution. Yeah. But I rolled garbage. 
and it uh, it falls unconscious. <laughs> That's awesome! Now, the wording of this spell does say until they take damage, and it is going to fall off of this thing. So it is going to take falling damage, so it's basically going to get knocked unconscious, fall down, take some damage, wake up, and be prone. That's true. Which is still a pretty That's- solid... Pretty dope still. It's a pretty good... Yeah. Turn of events. It's a pretty good turn of events. Yeah. So, Karhu knocks this thing right on the right on the noggin. It's just like, mm-hmm. Falls backwards off the ladder. Takes a pretty good... Pretty good pretty good roll on the on the D6. Nice. And its eyes like... Kind of crack back open as it hits the ground. Prone. Confused. Has concussion. Very confused. Very confused. All right. So, now it is their turn. Yes. Uh, this one is prone, is going to use half its movement to stand up, and they look up the two orogs down at the base of this and see Carhoon standing up there, just like, ready to <laughs> go to f- town. I feel like the, the like sun is, I know it's daytime, but I imagine the sun is setting behind him, mm-hmm. and you just see the silhouette of this like big axe, like that mm-hmm. would be such a dope image. The one who was still standing mutters some words in orc and then the other one like rubs his head stands up and they're gonna move over take their axes and they're gonna start hacking away at the uh, supports of this tower (laughs) oh my gosh they see the fires out so they don't need to keep it standing that's and they're smart enough to know that just climbing up here to take you know three shots uh before they can even get on on level is a bad idea so they're just gonna try and take the tower down smart okay so first swing from one second swing they both hit uh i'm gonna roll some damage and we will see how the tower is faring after that not a great damage roll so the right this the right leg is still standing the other orog chops at the other leg Ooh, that's better. And hacks through one of the legs. Okay. So Karud feels a kind of shift. Looks down, sees what they're doing, and uh, probably next turn. I mean, these are big, very strong people with huge axes. Mm -hmm. They're taking these things out like butter. Mm -hmm. And then the one on the ground is going to fire up with a... Javel, or throw a javelin at Carhoon. Carhoon will have a plus two to AC because he's behind cover. That's a natural nine. Fifteen to hit. It's going to miss. Alrighty. And then the sharks. So many stat blocks. We're going to do the priestess first, who whips around to look at the water elemental and flings the spectral trident at you. It floats over and stabs out. It's going to miss which is unfortunate. All right. Just dodge out of the way. It's a I just catch it. Eight to hit. Yeah. That is a miss. And I'm like, I'm King Triton. <laughs> it is going to then fire a guiding bolt at you. Mm. Natural 19 okay. for 25. That hits. All right. Make a rain spell on a hit. 4d6 radiant damage. You take 19 points of radiant damage. So I only take eight. I'm resistant to radiant because I'm an asthma. You take nine. Nine? Nine. 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 Ah, sorry, I can't math. 
That's cheating. My, that's, cheating. My, that's my bad math. Who's cheating? Not, not, a, not, not trying to cheat, just can't math. Okay. And the next okay. attack against you will have advantage. I should have cast that uh, first and then did the spiritual weapon, but I was not thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, that is what she does. The one who is inside your whirlpool is going to stab out at you with a tri- trident, probably. Spear. Stabs out at you with a spear. Is it restrained or not? It does say, until the grapple ends, the target is restrained. Okay, so it'll have disadvantage. Schwam misses. And the last warrior standing on the bank is going to... So you're still at the bottom of this. Right. How tall are you? I'm I'm large, but I kind of pancaked myself to make myself not as... Because I can... I'm amorphous. Okay. The other one kind of runs up and points its spear at you. That is the turn. Top of the round. Grung. Little Grung. Licking little Grung wounds. Um, is going to... <laughs> Accidentally burns his own tongue. Ah! Ow! Hey! <laughs> Why'd I do that? My mom always reminded me. I always forget. <laughs> this is gonna fire a short bow at Carhoon. Already? Because it can't really see you. It's probably gonna miss. That's a 12. Miss. And Carhoon will have cover. Misses. All right. The humans, they're much better at melee. So once somebody gets on their level, they'll actually do something. But they're both going to fire heavy crossbows. Uh, The one who didn't usher the the command is going to fire a crossbow first. All right. Going to add a plus four to that from the leadership. Doesn't matter. That's like a 12. The other one's going to fire a crossbow as well. The one who did issue a command. 15. That does hit. Yay. Five points of piercing damage. I assume not magical. Non magical. Your turn. Okay. Oh, wait. No, there's one more human who's going to fire at Carhoon with oh, no right. cover because Carhoon yes. is right there. Top of the stairs. No, miss. All right. Okay, my turn. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. We have, okay, so we have that shark person, shark priestess, those two humans. What was the rule about moving with? Half speed. Half speed. Okay. All right. I would like the two humans and the shark priestess to make dexterity saving throws, please. What are you doing? You shall see. All right. Human number two. 16 on the die, which means I actually have to look up the stats. So what do you say? Dex? Strength? Wisdom? Con? <laughs> Charisma? Dex. Dex. <laughs> um, 16 for human number two. Four for human number three. Out of the box. It's going to be a fail for the priestess. All right, so they all fail, so they're all going to take... 66 lightning damage. What did you do? I used Fulmies. Ah. Yeah, it's cool because like I feel like this big swirl of, you know, water it starts like crackling and it kind of looks like the ocean and all of a sudden just these three, you know, bolts shoot out on each one of She's these like, people. I feel like Jazalka has been getting all the attention lately. I am and always will be the original. I was the first. All right, they all take 21 lightning damage, and the priest is, g- is going to take an additional 12 radiant damage. That's why I have my wings out, baby. 
The uh, 21 points brought the priestess down to 12 hit points. No way! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Get rid of the spellcasters! So sorry, bud. Oof. Dunzo. I knew I wanted to get rid of her quickly. crack a All right. But it looks super cool. It does. And they get all zapped out. All right. You do anything else? You um, move? I'm still relevant, Fulmis says. <laughs> Fulmis, you will always be the favorite. My favorite. Oh, oh thank you. I appreciate don't that. Don't let Jasulka know that. I mean, Akrila, I like you too, but I mean, Fulmis, you're my OG. No offense taken. <laughs> You can't hear us now, anyway. Of course I can. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You're... I know my accent work isn't that good, but <laughs> surely you should be able to tell the difference. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm distracted right now. There's a lot going on. Um, and that will be my turn. Okay. Carhoon. Carhoon. He's on top of a tower that is surely going to fall this next round. Yeah. And so what is it to go up and down a ladder like this? Like Just movement. Just movement. Okay. Not like half speed or anything, right? No, just movement. Okay. It's a ladder. Um, Can he do something cool, like go down part of the way on the ladder and then swing from above at these guys? He can, but he'll be using a two-handed weapon, so it's not going to go very well for him. Unless he wants to grab one of his hand axes. Oh, that's, that's true. I forgot that it was two-handed. Okay, yeah. So he's going to, uh, you know, climb down the ladder. And he is going... It's a 30-foot ladder, so that's basically his whole Yeah, move. basically, he's like, can get basically at the base. He does the cool fireman thing where you, like, put your hands yeah, on and just... Yeah, that's exactly what down. I was thinking, yeah. And then we can, for flavor, say that on his way down, he maybe, you know, like, kind of takes a swing type of thing. Um, but he is going to then swing three times at the Orog who had... He, who he had <laughs> knocked out. <laughs> right. Has a big welt on his forehead. Do it. 18 to hit. Just barely a hit. Ooh. 10 slashing. Mm-hmm. All right, he's going to swing again. Natural 19, so that is a, a critical hit. Jeez. It's for all of those natural Jeez. twos that rolled in a row earlier. Jeepers. Crit machine, huh? This is fun. We'll do uh, from Grace. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Grace. It's called Let's Heat Things Up. Ooh. There's such a rage and fighting spirit in your bones that your energy seeps into your weapon. It glows just like the so- like a sword taken out of the fire. Uh, roll an added 2d6 of physical damage on your enemy from that hit. So, wow. Extra 2d6. Okay. We'll not say no to that. Extra damage is always good. So that's an initial 17. Slashing. Okay. 2d6. Plus 9, so 26. With the additional crit damage, you take it out. Yes! Awesome! Yeah, Carhoon just like... Just feeling it! He has these temp HP. Just did this this cool trick down the ladder. He's feeling good. Yeah. His muscles are rippling. His hair is blowing in the salty wave breeze, I guess. So, salty. Do, it's guess it fresh, water, fresh water. Anyway. Close enough. <laughs> is that it? That is what Carhoon does. Oh, wait. That was only his second attack. Yeah. So he is going to turn on the other Orog, the one that <laughs> cut out mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. one support and will swing at him. That'll be a miss of 16. 
Miss. Okay. All right. So, so just. Ah! All right. Swings wide. It is the Orog's turn. So the one standing right next to Garhoon turns from the uh, post that it just hacked up and is going to swing its great axe twice. Um, the first one is a 19. The second one is an 18. 19 hits. 18 does not. Uh, it's cracked. It's cracked between a 12 and a 9. Oh. And I rolled a 5. Okay. Uh, so that is 9 points of slashing. Okay. The other surviving Orog is going to run straight towards Garhoon and make two swings. Nice. They're both 16s. Total? Yeah. Oh. So they're both miss. Both of those miss. Garhoon's able to just like, you know, he's he's big and athletic, but he's also like really fast and dexterous and he's just able to like dodge out of the way. All right. So the final shark person sees you doing your thing. And is like sees the priestess get taken out, and is just going to dash away, also towards the lake. Okay. So it's gonna run sixty feet. It's gonna uh, not in your range, so you can't opportunity attack a five ten. So basically, gets to the edge of the lake and starts like wading in, mm, like about to like, dive. Yeah, it's gonna dive in, and you know, you you think it probably swims faster than it walks. Yeah, makes sense. So, with another shark person, it's a Sahagin, uh, mm. with another shark person rushing towards the lake to try to get a warning off, and the camp kind of in shambles right now. We're gonna pick up their next episode. Oh. To Alrighty, the, the conclusion of this battle. <laughs> it's good to know that the the water is not immediately at the base of the camp. This mm-hmm. is in my favor. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to submit a crit card, like we heard many of in this episode, you can do so either on our website, me, my spouse, and a die.com, or just shoot us an email at me, my spouse, and a die at gmail.com. If you want to get in touch with us, we are active on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast. Catch y'all next week.